most important time is now because we're all living at the same time right now. So Do you mind just saying something random? Just to saying something random, or or, or respond to me? Uh. Responding. What, 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 an, what an amazing saying that you have there! That is brilliant. Woo! Does that sound good? <laughs> <laughs> You've just blown his eardrums. Oh no! You've cl- he, it's system. really funny every time. Oh my goodness! Every time Josh <laughs> like sets every time, up, I usually tell he like, has to turn say something down. really loud, and I'll dial it in for that. No matter what I said, I always finds a way to go above that threshold. <laughs> very, I think somehow. Very very loud. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to DATT. <laughs> uh, we have an exclusive, special, fancy guest on. His name is Ben. Not me. Ben McMacken. Ben Ben McMeekin. Meekin. It's actually McMeekin. a really tricky surname. Most McMeekin. people don't don't get it right. So McMeekin is just for for going forward, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Um, McMeekin. Mr. McMeekin. Mr. McMeekin, or just Ben, whatever's easier. No, I'm Ben. Well, okay, Mr. McMeekin. <laughs> no one's ever. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. I'm only joking. No, we'll call you Ben. Either way, we tend to struggle with speech and words, so it's, I don't know. So we started a podcast. <laughs> yeah, so uh, tell us about yourself, Ben. Why are you here? Why I'm here? You asked me to be here, is I guess the primary reason. But yeah, my name's Ben. Um, really lovely to be with you guys. Um, I am married to Lauren. We live not too far away from here. Not, not Lauren that we just did an episode with. Not no, no, I don't know. No, I don't no, think no, you did an episode with my no, wife, Laura. No, no, no. but uh, she's a youth worker. Um, we live in Glengormley, so yeah, uh, yeah. We've got a wee dog called Lila. We golden retriever. We golden retriever puppy, and uh, we're up and down Cave Hill quite a bit. So fantastic. Yeah, Lovely. living the life. Living the life. So you're here. Uh, it's an organisation like IJM. That's uh, International Justice Mission. Smashed it. Is that right? That is spot on. Yeah, yeah. IJM International Justice Mission. Yeah, we're keeping a tally here. So, uh, so what? What is it? What? What do you do? What is? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I jam International Justice Mission. We are the, I suppose, by the grace of God, we're the largest anti-slavery organization in the world. Um, so we work uh, across loads of different countries across the globe, uh, made up of a large team uh, of lots of different people, of lawyers, undercover investigators, uh, aftercare workers, church leaders, and amazing volunteers, and probably plenty of other different people who, who I'm not including there, but all working as an organization towards this one goal of protecting people in poverty from violence. Um, so that's what we do. Um, we're fueled by, I guess, this call in Isaiah chapter 1, which where, where God says to, to seek justice and to free the oppressed. So that's what we try to do. We know and we're confident that God loves the, that what we're trying to do, and we're trying our best to, to do that. And I guess so far to date, we have rescued and brought to safety over 66,000 people from slavery across the world. That's pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah, so I, I did not I, expect that, to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I, was, I was briefly explaining roughly what you do <laughs> yeah, yeah. to Ben. And he must uh, he clearly got the impression, is this just like some random guy? Has he, has he got a GoFundMe? What's he, is he just doing this on his own? What's he doing? How, how inexperienced I am. But yeah, wow, that actually really inspires me, to be honest. Yeah, I was, well, I was that, well prepped. <laughs> Thanks. That Thanks. is homework. <laughs> so, how did you get involved with IGM then? Yeah, um, it's kind of an interesting one for me. So, obviously, IGM, big justice organization. I joined the team last year, so September 2020, which was 
kind of bang in the middle of the global mm. pandemic, uh, which we're we're still still in, but hopefully getting out of very very soon. We'll see. Yeah. You like to talk about that in the podcast? I don't know. Oh yeah, that's fine. yeah yeah. Um, and I, I I'd heard about iGem, I'd known about them beforehand, and at that time the job I was in, um, because of the lockdown, we we worked primarily in school, so I was on furlough, so I was enjoying the sun, um, <laughs> on my holidays essentially on furlough. I really enjoyed it, but um, I had this get this, this moment of pausing and a friend of mine asked me ben would you be up for um running five kilometers every day in the month of may to raise money for this charity called ijm and as i said i briefly heard of them during that time i was like happy days i've actually got something to do in the month of may now when i was like on furlough so um that was really great running 5k every day um and my legs were really sore but it was good it was something to focus my day around and yeah, I guess halfway through that, um, the person who who asked me to be a part of that and the whole point of it was to raise some money for IGM as well, they said, if you want to, look, I'm going to run a little half an hour Zoom session, um, and this is before we were all bored of Zoom too, but a little Zoom session just explaining like, what is iGem? What are they doing? Why are you running five kilometers every day and all this? So I jumped on the call um, with very little expectations and was just blown away by what the organize, organization did. This was a little bit of what I shared with you there about they're the largest anti-slavery organization in the world. They're a team made up of over 1,200 people working in all these different countries, different contexts, fighting modern day slavery, violence against folk. And um, I, I was just totally captivated by it. And I think what I loved the most was that this isn't just uh, your everyday organization but this is an organization fueled by a love of jesus mm. and um and I, I love seeing christian organizations being being the really good at what they do and um so i was left with that finished with five kilometers every day we raised a really amazing amount of money for iGEM and left it at that and a few months later uh, a job opportunity came up with them in northern ireland kind of working with churches and uh and individuals who are passionate about this stuff and applied for it and uh yeah I was managed to get the role and Very i've good. been doing that ever since so yeah real privilege and then you ended up here and i've ended up <laughs> in your living room oh, doing a podcast mighty <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a highlight oh, it's good it all started you're having a nice relaxing day in the sun <laughs> now you're in a cold <laughs> damp, cold, damp. Rims. 1950s house yeah just to say for anyone because obviously no one else can feel the temperature in this room right now it is a freezing cold yeah we have a lot of layers i'm on. wearing my thickest uh jacket that has two zips and <laughs> the, the outside one is all zipped up as well i'm just wearing a jumper <laughs> right We've also turned the heaters off because uh, <laughs> i was gonna it's gonna, gonna burn my house down we could have probably had that heater on <laughs> so it made a difference so smashing really like awesome uh really 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 awesome because i've i've I've, I've never heard of this organization mm-hmm. um like when you talk about churches and stuff like what, what, what do you do in there yeah do you just like bring the light what you do like hey by the way we're a thing uh-huh. <laughs> like is that pretty much it or yeah, yeah well I, I can maybe like unpack a little bit more about because I've, I've just kind of said we're an anti-slavery organization mm-hmm. and we we try to rescue people protect people but that's a uh, that's just in a few sentences i'm gonna yeah that's unpack. like the, the whole supply chain of like how this yeah just say and i do this yeah so like i'll unpack a little bit more and, and maybe yeah, then share specifically I suppose yeah, my yeah, role looks like in Northern Go Ireland into as much detail yeah as yeah want, so yeah. um i think the word slavery is like a really interesting one today because certainly when i speak to most people um we often think it's just something of the past like we hear this word slavery we maybe think of like 
black and white movie we maybe think of someone in chains we maybe think of the transatlantic slave trade or something we've heard about in the history books and history lessons at school um and so i i was i was aware before joining igem that slavery is still a still a big thing today but i i really didn't realize the size and the scale of it right now so you know for example before joining igem i did not realize that we're 40 million people in slavery right now today so more than any other time in like history actively in slavery actively in yeah. slavery right now like 40 million about the population of canada right this this huge number that's right now more than any other time it's in crazy. history yeah huge. there's like what two million people in northern ireland yeah maybe that's like a helpful way to put that like crazy. it's you know i'm supposed to do the miles there 20 <laughs> yeah. times bigger uh, than yeah. that yeah so uh, huge but again very very hidden um i suppose i didn't really t- realize how many different forms it takes so you know, from people forced to work in brick kilns or on fishing boats to children being trafficked for sexual exploitation, either in person or online. And and I guess what I didn't realize, maybe to put that another way, is probably by the time we finish doing this podcast today, another 60 children will be sold into slavery. That That's like the size of the problem that we're dealing with today. Yeah. And I really didn't realize that um, until I was right in the middle of being a part of IGM. Um so it's just a wee bit more detail about, detail about how we operate as an organization. So we collaborate, we work with local authorities um, who are in these different countries who are on the ground, and, and that really affects the approach that we take for combating different types of slavery. Um, and I want to make it really clear that IGM, we're this big organization, but we don't fly into all these countries with like a Superman cape on, being mm. like, right, out of the way, local enforcement, out of the way, local police, we've got it, IGM, we're the, yeah. the lawyers Yeah, Ben was saying, well, how does he fight it? Yeah, does, does he, get, does does he, he just fight it with a rifle or with a goof <laughs> Right, <laughs> like, right. Um, but, and that's it. It's the, the key thing is <laughs> us coming in, hopefully trying to uh, leverage what we have to train and equip police to make sure that they realize this is a really important thing to tackle. And so so it's very much a, we work with people. It's a partner. Right. It's not iGEM coming in. In fact, if we do our job really well, iGEM does not need to exist anymore. Um, yeah. we, we, want it, we want it to be in such a place where the police, the local authorities, they are equipped in those countries to make sure slavery doesn't happen it's like a booster yeah yeah 100% okay. we want to catalyze it we want to use the resources and mm. make things happen yeah, it's, it's very it's a very healthy thing to hear from any per- spokesperson from a charity that the goal of the charity is they don't want to exist yeah. that's very um, you know mm. I, I suppose sadly like that's probably well all charities all, all charities know? should like obviously yeah. have that mindset yeah, and so and then, so as well as doing that, I suppose we are working with the police to actually like so we do like on on the ground rescues, so rescuing people, identifying people who are who are in slavery, mm. working behind the scenes, and hopefully eventually then going in and getting them out of there. That's one part of it. Um, the part I've definitely become really passionate about is that point after the rescue. It's the it's the aftercare part. So yeah. someone who's gone through years and years mm. of trauma and exploitation, they've got so much they've got to work through. And so we partner with local aftercare organizations mm. who will journey with someone who will, um, you know, get them back into education, who will just, just whatever needs that they need, they will journey with them for what Therapy length of time that takes, like that, you yeah. know? So, um, that, that's how a, long are people usually slaves for? Like, are they usually brought in from a young age or like, how is it? I mean, is it just random? Yeah. Of? I mean, it's 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 all all spectrums. I mean, we've seen yeah. cases where it's been you know someone for a few months, and we've seen cases where it's literally slavery has been passed down from generation to generation mm, to right. generation. You know, so it's um yeah, it's really really varied for sure. Crazy. And how you said you work with local authorities and stuff like, mm-hmm. how does corruption come into play with that? Yeah, yeah. So I guess cor- corruption in local governments yeah. is one of the 
big reasons that someone finds themselves in, in slavery today, you yeah. know. Um, I'm trying to think of like a, a helpful example of this. I guess we've just seen so many cases where the, the rich look out for the rich and it's the ones who are already in poverty, the ones who are already vulnerable, yeah. they're the ones who end up getting trafficked. And so as I said, we work with people primarily, in fact, everyone we work with, they're, they're in poverty, so they're already really vulnerable people. Yeah. And so in these places where the laws are there, and this is the interesting thing, in all these countries around the world, the laws are there. Slavery is illegal in 99% yeah. Yeah. of these countries. But the one thing that isn't happening is the laws are not enforced. Mm-hmm. So the laws are there, but the laws are not enforced. And this is, as you rightly said, due to corrupt governments. And but there's a whole pile yeah. of reasons that someone could end up in slavery. It's so much more complex than yeah, just this one sentence. It could just sentence. be one person in the office to like just yeah. chuck out a file. Like that's 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 what corruption is. It's a, it's a tiny tiny little thing that can be in the heart of someone, or it could be a group of people in a mm. bigger organization. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's hard to tackle that, but that's not the important thing the important thing is that somebody is tackling it you know like and that's what people need to understand Mm. like this is a huge thing clearly as you say 40 million you know people need to hear about this yeah i I think that's i think that's a really important point too because we 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 can look at that and go 40 million oh my goodness like how are you even going to make a dent in this it's Mm. this big massive obstacle and i can feel really almost paralyzing in some ways like why would i even bother doing something about it but i think we've got to be sharing and even this podcast is a wonderful way of doing that we've got to be sharing these stories of hope that we, we've seen yeah. sixty-six thousand people rescued in fact igm are we're aiming towards a 2030 vision of protecting half a billion not a million half a billion yeah. people that's what we're going to protect it so that they never even encounter everyday violence or end up in slavery how, how would you do that <laughs> yes, that's the question. Oh, sorry, yeah, that's probably not. Well, well, no, but that's the question we're all aiming towards. Five so words. How do you do it? Five <laughs> words. Yeah, I guess just all our resources, all our strategy. I and slavery in these three steps. <laughs> five points. <laughs> if you guys could tell us in five <laughs> words, like that's what. But I suppose everything we're trying to do. It's strategically. How do we set up uh, somewhere or an office in this certain country where by setting it up there, that is just the most strategic place to um, help the people mm. in that area. Um, that's that's going to drive us towards that. So yeah, there's a lot of like really smart people who are working on how do we do that really really well mm-hmm. um so we're just a, a yeah, little I'm part sure. in the process of that i'm sure do you use sort of the same sort of gen obviously you have to tailor your plans to each individual place and culture and region but do you have like do you follow like a general step this is roughly the plan mm. like we set up a place here try and get influence spread the word. or do, are there some places that are like so completely different that one strategy would not work and you have to do a completely different strategy yeah really good question um I think the really cool thing we found is at iGEM, so it's been going for, for near 25 years now, so still actually a really young organization, mm, and yeah. um, it's it's been really exciting just to see the growth in that too, but we have found over those years there has been this amazing model, um, kind of like four parts to it that just seems to work quite well um, in tackling these issues, even when they're in quite a lot of different contexts. So um, the first one which I've kind of mentioned is we want to be an organization that really tries to rescue and restore individuals. Okay, so that's yeah. like that, that's almost like a, a quite a clear part of one, actually rescue the people and stop yeah. them from happening and restore them as well. Um, the second part is we want to bring, we try to bring criminals to justice. So this is a really important point because yes, you can rescue one person, but if you actually, if a criminal who's doing and as a perpetrator of these crimes, How if they like get, prevent it? Well, if they get put behind bars, that could equate to a hundred people who are being trafficked. So mm. by putting that one person yeah. behind bars, 
you're actually protecting a hundred people. Mm. So there's that yeah. part to it as well. Um, we also want to catalyze other resources around the world too. So organizations, corporates, businesses, supply chains. How can we involve all these different organizations to go? You know, what do your so for example, maybe like a big supermarket, like their supply chains. You know, we'll we'll go. Have you guys thought about or do you want to partner? And what mm. does this look like for the people involved mm. in making your products? Um, so and making it like not even economically val- valuable va- valid for <laughs> the slavery so like say if like yeah. the supply chain like we're not gonna buy your stuff anymore and then they don't really have as much an incentive to like do that is that is that what you mean yeah well, i suppose it's more than it's more so we want to work with them yeah. so maybe for example um an organization that is or a, a big supermarket that's working with they supply coffee um we, we'll want to work with them and go like can we think about where do you get your coffee from and um the supply chains that that's involved with but more making them more making them think about it a little bit too but actually if you can get a big organization like that on board to say yeah. we want to be a company that um is very much against modern day slavery they're gonna start thinking about that and putting and putting things into place so that hopefully through them they're yeah. actually protecting individuals as well so it's 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 getting uh, this whole thing is probably getting everyone on board what's your part what have you got to use what's in your hands that you have to play with and i guess the final part then too is catalyzing the movement so that's probably like the likes of us what we're doing right now is a part of that model it's talking about it it's raising awareness yeah. it's hopefully some people listening their hearts are just being a little bit faster going I'm really passionate about this. Mm. What can I do? And maybe we'll like chat about that later too. But it's it's getting the word out, raising awareness and seeing how can we how everyone can play their part in this. Yeah, because I mean we've got we've talked about the corruption, we've talked about putting people behind bars and we've talked about just what it is on the field. But I mean, me and jo- Josh and I have worked a job that involves charities and stuff. We've mm. tried to go around and basically raise awareness of the charities and sign people up to these charities and it's ridiculously hard yeah. you know like by the end of the month i've talked to over 300 people but mm. i've only really got under 20 mm. to really sign up for it so when i have 300 people in my ability i only got 20 people to sign up for like alzheimer's research or something mm. like that right so my question is what your what, what what would be the ideal way if if any what would be a few idea ideal ways in which you can expose um ijm is it or IJ, IJM, IJM, sorry. ijm yeah yeah ijm um what how, what how do you how do you show yourselves where like where how, do you put billboards up do mm-hmm. you do you put flyers around the place do you just get go people going hi can i have a minute to talk to you how do you do that sure um <laughs> We so I, I am part of the International Justice Mission UK team. Mm. There are about thirty of us. Um, so I, I like to think we're small but mighty. Would you like uh, two more? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll send any job applications your way. Okay, um, but yeah, we we t- you tend to hold quite a few hats. So I suppose how how do how are we getting the awareness? I I would say for anyone listening, probably the first and easiest place to go to um, is on social media to follow IJM UK on instagram and facebook i'm um, sure we'll put links in yeah yeah uh, so there'll be links there that you can see um you need more br- follow these guys <laughs> on instagram no yes right yes so, no, so, so they, we're gonna take a pause off, right now and you're gonna take your phone ad break ad break and you're gonna pause uh okay anyway um <laughs> yeah I, I think that's like uh to me that's just the world particularly and i'm gonna use the term justice generation i'm talking maybe like 
teens, 20s, 30s, the, these are the folk that particularly generational ways I think really get this issue. Yeah. Um, and also that world of social media is just where we spend a lot of time too. So yeah. um, helpful that you've just got, you know, you'll hear stories of hope, you'll hear, like you'll actually hear and see stories of rescue that are happening and um, how you can get involved. Um, so that's like a no brainer for me. I'm like, go and follow, like it on Facebook and Instagram, IGM UK um, there. So that's a, like a great starter. Uh, other ways that we do that, I suppose a big part of my role is, um, and I'm particularly passionate about seeing how do we get the church behind this. Mm. Um, so much resource and power and community in getting God's church behind this. And I think the call to justice is a, is a huge one for the church to get behind. So um, I certainly um, spend a bit, quite a bit of my time. I would share and speak on Sunday mornings or evenings or prayer events at certain churches. Mm. Um, and so if, if you're part of a church out there, um, I'd love to come and share with you, even just to give you an overview about our work and what we do. But more than that, and that's when you need to be a big break. If you're part of a church, <laughs> call this guy Ben McMeekin and IJM it. International Justice Mission. So we can save lives. <laughs> 40 million infected. We're just a big, we're boosting you. I love you're this. boosting them. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but, but you know what? I, I, I think the church is just the place where God's people come together. And um, when, when someone, and I think as you said, you, you may have spoke to 300 people you may have only got 10 or 20 of them. If I go yeah. to speak in a church, I'm not expecting for a second that if I'm speaking to a group of 100 people, all 100 of them are going to mm. shoot their hands up and go, mm. I am like IJM mm. hardcore now. Or but that's just, 100 just people listening. But it's 100 people listening. But you, if you, you if didn't we, know your numbers. Yeah, but yeah. if we can get, if I can share there and five people, God speaks to them in that moment and they just start to go, do you know what? This whole justice thing, this whole uh, freeing people, part of modern day slavery, that's just really getting my heart going. That's I actually really feel God's yeah. putting a calling. The people here are really passionate about that. You know, I, we want to give them the opportunity to get involved in this and, and use their community. So, you know, it's it's not necessarily about getting everyone, and we'd love to have that on board, but it's giving everyone the opportunity to respond to God's call in their lives. Yeah. You like show them the vision. Yeah. And like, obviously you're very excited about it. You know, if you were just like, oh, is the well, it's paying more than Tesco's. schools. I'll do in this. You know, there, no. happy days. Thank <laughs> you. Just there yeah, you I've I've actually just seen there's actually some friends of mine who are following you at the minute. So oh, cool. that's good. That's good. Trusted. That's very good. Trusted. Yeah. yeah. So These guys are legit. <laughs> it's, legit. It's, real. <laughs> it's real. It's real. <laughs> it's a real place. Real thing. Sorry. Um, that's that's amazing to hear. Um, my church. Have you heard of Glen Abbey? Oh yeah, you should just around the corner. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Have you, you spoken there? there not spoken in Glen Abbey. You need to speak to Glenn. Make it happen. There's like well, 2,000 we'll of us. We'll, we'll speak after. Oh, make make uh, us happen. It's awesome. Get on Have you spoken to any churches in a hot girl? Hot girl, um, can't, can't say a hot girl is like a big IJM. It's about a church every base, five but, meters and all. But that's, I mean, let's make a hot girl happen if we can do that. Like. A, a, a hot girl 2021 IJM. <laughs> it's 2022 nearly now, come on. It's potentially a bit late for a hot girl in 2021, mm, but mm. 2022 could be the year. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I was just saying there, uh, my church, uh, okay. Glen Abbey, we have a massive, massive congregation. We're a non-denominational church. Mm. And basically, it's a church for Jesus. It's, we all love Jesus. We, mm. go, we call ourselves Christians and we go and we go to church. That's basically what it is. Um, in, a, in the most basic, obviously, because sure. churches are complex places and yeah. there's no such thing as a perfect church. But, I mean, I, I really think... Like, the reason I chose Glen Abbey, I've I've had tough times in churches, so sure, I have, sure. um, my journey as a Christian has, I don't want to say it's been hard because people have had it a lot harder, but on my 
in my mental and for side and for my faith it's been hard mm. um but Glen Abbey has really let me see you know what being a Christian is really all about because it's it's a place where you feel the presence of God and I really really believe that if in some way I IJM could speak there mm. it would be phenomenal that would be an absolutely phenomenal um turnout and stuff like that so i definitely think i could probably you know pull some strings just just That's saying as long as you plug the podcast but, the rest oh of absolutely so, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> bit, bit of like a follow the pause oh, yeah, yeah, be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the, the only reason i say that is because i i have been struck by what you've been uh, well that, that, sorry i've been struck by what you've you've been saying because like i i just turned 20 a few weeks ago and i have these thoughts like oh, i've seen enough <laughs> and i'm only 20 and i'm just like Hmm. more but it's it's that it's that kind of bitterness that i need to get out of my head and actually start remove this idea of you know oh and i can't be bothered and oh my goodness why is the world such an evil place and bring in more ideas of actually well what can we do about it start partaking start partaking in it exactly start Mm. doing something that you're proud of you know start believing that life is the most important thing and you know and jesus is the way the truth and the life mm. that's, that's, that, and the, uh, that's what he says and i think like honestly i'm just i'm very touched about what you're saying because i i've never heard of this ever i think that's actually like we're certainly finding that i find that particularly in northern ireland i jam most people i speak to they go what are you on about Mm. what's what's i jam and do you know what if in the next wee while we can just start to get the word out and um an, an amazing work has been done with i jam in northern ireland over the past eight nine ten years mm. um but we're still pretty young we're still getting the word out we're still really beginning our journey of connecting with churches and bringing people on board and uh, so I, i'm really excited about like the next five ten years for i jam particularly here in northern ireland because mm. i think there is a there is a a wanting and uh, a potential. But there's a lot of potential. It's like a lot of ground to be taken, and I find mm. that I find that very exciting. So mm. yeah, what's what have you seen the growth like in the past uh, since it started? What has it been picking up or what? Here in Northern Ireland, Just or in general, both general. Yeah, um, I mean, we saw. So the, I guess I can speak over the like pandemic. I'm only with the organization kind of a year and a half, but. Um, over the pandemic, it was an interesting one for all organizations yeah. like charities because some of them, um, it was just a really tricky time. Yeah. It was just a tough, <laughs> it was just a, can we just put the shutters on and can we just try and survive and get mm. through this? Um, I think it was, I think it was like an 85, 15% split if I'm right from here and that somewhere, but 85% struggled. Um, 15% just it went quite well it went quite well for them and and i don't know whether it's just through god's faithfulness god's provision but i jam we very much find ourselves in that 15 percent where we just had this like amazing mm. supports amazing prayer supports amazing support financially people going out and beyond their ways to do fundraisers to still somehow raise awareness um probably even like doing zoom things when we were probably all still really bored mm. of zoom but it was you know it was just we saw this like, amazing creativity of people um, and, and this is where we really felt like this is the family of IGM and this is where we as an organization we, and we had to keep going because there's still people trapped in slavery yeah. in fact and we saw more than ever a rise um, of people trapped in slavery around the world because often the perpetrator in most in a lot of cases it's either their parents it's a family member it's someone they're living with so imagine mm. all the lockdowns were all suddenly tr- 
inside the homes and so a lot of people ended up being trapped in yeah. the homes of the person who was I actually about that, using them right with, um, so yeah. if there was ever a time that igem needed to not stop it yeah. was during the pandemic yeah. and, and we were supported really really well during that mm. so uh, so yeah we're seeing a lot of growth i'm very excited we're working on like how do we do this really well with getting a lot more support but in northern ireland for sure um I'm always just looking for folk who are going to get on board with this yeah. and fly mm. the flag and do all that. Yeah. Did you say there was in specifically Northern Ireland? Is there three of you? Was it? There are there, there are two of us on the team in oh, Northern Ireland. Yeah. I think uh, I was chatting with you because we <laughs> last time we actually chatted in real life, um, not over the text. We tried to like organize a date, and you were like, "Can we ask with you?" It's possibly might be in january there is a possible because you said there uh, was it at that time there was three of you was there uh, so and then two of them were something was wrong with two of them you were doing the work with three people and yeah no, no, no. So at, at that time there were uh there's only ever been at one point there were three but uh there's really two of us in northern yeah. ireland and uh yeah we're just it's just for the past two months or three months there and until january it's it's, it's just myself so uh yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah i don't want to say it's really busy because i don't like using that word oh i'm busy all the time you know when people say how are yeah. you and their answer oh, is you've got I'm a whole, busy. you've got a whole country to yourself like <laughs> when we're knocking on doors like there's there's a time where i took a whole village by myself because i lived next to it and i was like i was like the hot shot of the, the day i took a whole village by myself it's like that's crazy but like you've got a whole you've got all you've got all the villages <laughs> there's, plenty, all the doors. There's, there's plenty to, there's all the plenty doors. to do that's for sure but yeah. it's all great stuff so right yeah so how many so with your holidays like i'm only joking <laughs> <laughs> can't come sooner yeah no. uh, <laughs> uh so how what does the general sort of month or a week look like in your sort of oh man great question your um IGM? A general, maybe a general week or something like that's really good. So um, the, the wonderful thing is I'm part of a, it's not just me by myself sometimes in the offices in Northern Ireland, but we're part of a, a UK team. So uh, I like to think IGM did Zoom before it was cool. Like we were already on it, oh, you know, wow, before yes. we all got into it. So yeah, we've got really lovely rhythms in the organization. Lots of time spent, uh, you know, chatting to one another, seeing how we're getting on, working on different projects and teams that are all across the UK. So I'm chatting to people daily, a few times a day here in Scotland, here in England. England um, and even though we only see each other a few times a year in fact I've only met the whole team once um, with iGEM we've got a few different rhythms and one of them is we all travel over and see each other um, I kind of have a day of prayer and a day of some mm. training four times a year and that's usually over yeah. in England mm. um, obviously with the pandemic I joined and was kind of like oh, fuck, these people are all just like pixels to me you know I've never actually met them I don't I, I, I'm pretty sure they're real I'm pretty mm. sure they're real mm. but um, yeah so last September I had the wonderful opportunity to go and we actually met and spent time and pray and then in person together and hope hopefully seeing how we'll maybe be doing one uh, around this christmas time so right. are you allowed to say about dates and, and on a podcast because it might come out at another time anyway winter no, it's fine. winter 2021 um <laughs> yeah so we'll pretend like we're not, come out like we're not probably. that big so <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, so sorry, so it was the usual time. So I would spend a bit of my time working with individuals who are really keen about the work of iGEM, so meeting with them. Uh, they might be thinking about how they might want to share about it in their own church or run an event, so I'll kind of equip them and resource them to do that. Um, spend a wee bit of my time prepping for speaking engagements, um, and that, as I was saying, could be at churches on Sundays. It could be some churches like to run like kind of big worship and prayer evenings, and they'll have iGEM as a bit of a focus and praying for justice um so so anything like that too so there's a bit of speaking involved in that and then it's just kind of like the day-to-day -day running of an organization so you've got your emails we're replying to you've got our campaigns that we're going on so at the minute um 
throughout the month of December, we have, as an organization, been trying to raise enough financial support uh, to to have 20 rescue operations essentially happen. Um, so we're trying to raise this huge amount of money and really pleased to report like we were able to do that. But um, we had a whole doubling thing. So um, due to some really generous donors, uh, we were able to, you know, if, if one pound was given by, let's say you, this person would match it. And uh, so certain times you're both different campaigns. We're trying mm. to raise money or awareness and things like that too. So it's all go. It's all go. Um, but I guess that's a little bit of, of what I'm trying to do. Yeah. But build build the movement in Northern Ireland. Yeah. And what A levels did you need for <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, like you would never have thought like I, yeah. I never would have thought this is what I'd be doing. Yeah, so. exactly. That's just what I was about to lead on what to. What were you doing before this? Like what job? Yeah. Um so but before this I worked for a wonderful organization called Love for Life. Um you may well have had them in your schools. So um, Is that that weird oh, careers thing? Good start, Josh. Uh n- not one bit, but Perhaps that's what you're alluding to. In um, first year, we had a. It was only a first year. Yes, was he like remembers. It was like learn to learn. It was like, something. what did you say? It was love for life and work just, or something. No, no, like, just 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 love for life. Oh, ours was called love. Le- no, it was, it was you're learn talking for, about no, something. You're, ta- you're talking about learning for He's life off and the work. Hook. Just continue. Yeah, yeah. Ignore him. What? You love for life, <laughs> right? So love for life, right? I'm, I'm, I want to give a good plug here because well, they're brilliant, right? So I spent three, I spent three years traveling around schools, and we provided like essentially like the relationships and sexual education for young people. Ah, we have. There we go. The penny is dropped. Members, that was the woo. Yeah, I remember that. But it was the best ever, right? Anyway, so I remember this. You do. How can you not remember? Huge debate that happened in Slamish about it. Are you Slamish? Oh yeah, Slamish. Did you go to? Sl- did you Slamish? visit Slamish? I did. I I think I spoke with Slamish. Now that you say that, I'm thinking. You actually I can remember me your now? face <laughs> being there. Nah, mate. Nah. Not a chance. Anyway, I can remember. I can. I, I'm gonna suggest I knew where she put in your face, and I was like, oh my I'm gonna suggest we crazy. don't dive into that too much yeah, detail. Like anyway, but yeah. but anyway, wonderful organization doing this amazing work, equipping churches and schools and young people. Um, and I'll be honest, like I I was really passionate about that i think that's really important stuff for young people to know about and be confident in um but i guess what it did in the background was it um it gave me this really like, wonderful opportunity to learn a bit of a craft and communication and speaking yes. i mean i mean y- you were sp- sure you were speaking to young people 200 young people 14 year olds about relationships and sex right and uh then in you definitely the, need to know what you're saying right and then in the afternoon you remember you had two parents rock up uh for like a parenting on like class about you what know, did you social, say to my johnny social media <laughs> and things like that and so you, you really learned all these different places to communicate a message and so um it was an amazing time. I love that. Still support that organization, Love for Life. But actually, it was a really equipping time for me. Yeah. Um, prior to that, I worked or I did an internship down at the uh, the Hub Church of Ireland and Methodist yes, Chaplaincy down at Queen's it. University. Yes, so spent a lot of my time working with students and people who live down there. Um, and I'm proud of that. I, I was uh, talking to some guy yeah, yeah. who was involved with it. I was like, oh yeah, I'll be there, right? But then I'm like, wait, <laughs> all of my classes are in the worst place for me to do that so i'm like <laughs> i was like hyping this guy up as yeah i'll be there i was like oh wait i can't you, go there. You there i won't be there the cafe's good you guys get a good yeah. get a good panini well they used to do a good panini anyway when i was there i don't know if they, i don't know if they still do paninis but you should go get a panini in the hub cafe no, i'm not a uni student like i don't have such luxury gifts, such gifts luxuries down there. you know. could walk into my lectures and no one will stop you <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm being serious free education serious. yeah yeah um, might not get the degree but you'd you'd get <laughs> you'll learn something learn something you might allegedly something. allegedly oh, well, i'm learning more than you so uh, <laughs> All right. um fantastic stuff fantastic stuff genuinely um 
there's a wide range there, I think. Uh, just this huge range of talking to people as you're talking to us now on our sofas, you know, through different methods of communication. But then also really stuff, big stuff on the field. Have you ever mm. been on the field yourself? No, I and it's a real, I, I would love to get out to one of our field offices mm. and chat. I mean, I, I've had the privilege of interviewing some of our kind of field office workers and staff mm. for different events and things. Mm. And, you know, I, I can talk about it all all day long, but see when you hear it from the mouth of someone who is yeah. there the action, on yeah. the ground, who is actually like re- literally yeah. like the day before I just rescued someone. You're like, this mm. is amazing. And so I, yeah, I think it's a long waiting list on our IGM UK team to like get out because we, we definitely would take folk over and say like, here, here it is. But, yeah. um, and, but obviously with the pandemic at the minute, that's mm. been, travel has been quite tricky. Oh, no, see, I went out to India. Um, in my school mm. to teach English but then it was also like to provide funds for schools and stuff like that and we got to experience the slums and powerful is, right uh, yes that's a word for it it's very powerful the impact it has on the human heart just seeing other human beings in situations that are beyond your just your wildest mm. understanding um which is why I'm really interested in field stuff like that and um, I just love hearing stories about that kind of stuff. Um, I'm always on like the news and stuff about different things that are happening, especially in the uh, Mexican border as well. Just all these different issues that are coming up that people just either understand too much or don't understand anything sure, at all. Sure. And it's when these two people collide and it's like, well, how do you know? And all of this, you know too little and stuff. What I'm, what I guess what I'm saying is, what how do you deal with stigma? How do you deal with people who just see through, not see through, but just look at it as if it's just another charity? Mm. Do you just do you just let them go? Like just go, yep, that's fine. Just poof. like, well, or, I mean, to some degree, I kind of I kind of get that. We maybe we have a there's so many causes that we can get behind mm-hmm. um and i think you you would be you would be crazy to try and get behind all of them and yeah. d- don't take me wrong in that because they're all brilliant and all wonderful and yeah. you you want you maybe want to play a part in all of them but um yeah you're, you're gonna you're just gonna find in life some folk who that is their calling that is their passion and some people are just they're yeah. not they're not interested you listed in so many things that you want to what do you say catalyze to boost mm-hmm. um that's there's a lot you don't want to spread yourself thin have you ever have you ever experienced a situation where you were spread thin where you're like oh or does everything all set out really well for you i mean i I mean we're we're listing all these things i'm naming all of them um uh, not all of them work every time not all of them land with Mm. everyone every time um and yeah i guess you could get on the whole topic of like really good time management and what's like actually knowing your capacity as compartmentalization there we go right (laughs) um i I think certainly from my experience of being part of IJM UK, um, the, the team, there's wonderful leadership in it and we've there's great guidance in what we should go after. I mean, it's a bunch of really creative people, um, which is mm-hmm. wonderful. And when you get a bunch of really creative people in the room, you've got all these ideas, but mm-hmm. it, it takes someone and a leadership team to narrow it down to going, yes. you know, for this season this is what we're going to go after or for this season this is what we think is, is the most important thing those other yeah. things are really good too um, and so it's just making sure we work really well as a team and chat to each other and go do we think this is really good use of time um, and I think so far we're yeah, we're, we're trying to we're trying to use our resources and our time and capacity as well. Oh as yeah, possible. absolutely. I mean, you're not sitting here like moping about oh, there's just so much to do. You're really energetic and passionate about it. So there's that's definitely a good thing that yeah. you know there's always something there to do for you and 
it's just as I say over and over it's absolutely fantastic to to hear about this and to let let other people hear about this yeah uh, via ATT but um, <laughs> the most important thing here actually is startled me a little bit there <laughs> sorry <laughs> the most important <laughs> thing here is um, IJM uh, at the minute and there will definitely be links I think in the episode. oh obviously uh, do you ever get like burned out at all with all this if you're doing it all um you know it's a good question um I, I think you've got to rest well and rest hard yeah. um like looking forward to Christmas holidays for sure but <laughs> I never wasn't um but I think I think there's something really good in being tired about your work but a good tired like and you it's go like, and so you deserve you deserve your rest yeah as in like, yeah i just think there's there's a real joy in like resting really well um i mean we, we yeah we're, we're trying to do the best job we know that god loves what we're trying to do and this the seeking justice and rescuing the oppressed um but to do that really well you, you could keep doing stuff there could always be something mm. on the to-do list especially as an organization as big as ijm too there can always be something we're pushing towards or wanting to do or wanting to get mm. um but we've got to rest really well. And again, there's a great culture in the organization that's going like, you need to rest. And like, I, t- like, take your Christmas, do that well. Yeah. Have a really good summer if you can. But when there's moments where we need to work, we do it well and we do it uh, hard, you know, and we try our best to do that. So yeah. We succeed most of the that's time. Sometimes, you know, the best, so. is, it's the best is what you can give. Then yeah. give it. I, I love what you, I love what you just said there. Um, we know that God loves what we're doing. That is like a big encouraging thing to me because people get caught up in like oh i know that this is what people love Mm. you know that's like a big oh this is what somebody loves or somebody else but to do something that you know god wants you to do and loves what you're doing like i believe that's what josh and i are trying to do in this podcast i believe like i don't care how many people are going to dislike this i know that god wants me to do this so i'm going to do it and mm. I feel that I feel a lot of people in your under IJM, if, if not all of them, have that sort of drive, have that understanding, and it's such a because it relieves a lot of burdens. You know. It relieves a lot of burdens when you understand that the 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 spirit that made the stars mm. is like, yeah, you're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Keep doing it. You're like, yeah, okay, well, I'm just gonna have a really good night's sleep and do it all again in the morning. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's definitely powerful to. To feel, it makes me feel powerful anyway. To to realize that that the creator is like, good job, mate. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. cool. How is your is your family been very supportive of this? How is how is that playing to your IGM? Like, how does your uh, how is your do you have a wife? Do you have kids? We don't. Well, I mean, just a dog. That's just a dog. How is your dog? Is your dog supportive? Kind of is our kid at the minute. Is your dog very supportive? Is your wife involved at all? Yeah. Well, so Lauren, my wife, is a youth worker. Um, so she works for White Abbey Presbyterian Church, which uh, is like just just around yeah. there. Always, I think there'll be a wee bit of crossover yeah, between some of the White Abbey folk and Glen Abbey. Yes. But um, uh, so yeah, so she she's a youth worker there, and uh, I guess like both of us being involved in some sort of ministry there's always a lot of chat yeah. in our house about what we're doing and what we're at we're both very passionate about like both of those things and each other's ministries that we get to be a part of as well so um yeah i know so like very supportive and i just i love like churches as we all know it's a very complicated place yes. and but it's also an amazing place right too yeah. it's it's like the best of both worlds so i i i love that side of church i love that 
um it's this big concoction of people of all different backgrounds and lives and um and it's just cool to like see that all come together so we get to play like a little part in that sometimes mm. i think we think it's a family too like a little tiny part um and two two wee areas of that and yeah so lauren's very supportive and mm. i guess i try to like plug myself into the church things too yeah no what you said there about like i have an we have an episode where i go on a bit too long about churches <laughs> societies and families and how they, oh, it's all, a biggie. It's a biggie. they all connect and all have these fundamental qualities that make things make things comfortable and good for the individual um so it, it's definitely nice to hear whenever you, you, you relate like a family to a church it's like well you understand that there's differences and and backgrounds and stuff but when you're united under a banner the banner being god and that banner being the safety and security of people made in that image uh, in the image of god like i just it would be an honor i think to be able to have that day to day really under like honestly mm. and just to say we get it wrong a lot too as well like mm-hmm. you know you can get totally too on board or it's like all you ever talk about sometimes and one of us is like i just don't i want to watch any- a movie man i just don't care anymore <laughs> you know like so so again that's where like all your boundaries have not come into place too so like, we try we, like we enjoy most of the time and there's times we're just like we just need to switch off and like uh not chat about that too mm. so yeah it's like it's a fine balance as you said um, yeah. but yeah it's cool it's like when Ben tries to convince me to get an Xbox. I'm like, I, I, I don't want an Xbox. Like, I don't have time. I'm too busy reading and being a better person than you, Ben. <laughs> but I mean, that's really good to hear. Um, we've been going for quite a while. It's, oh, for, uh, have you got any more questions at all? Jen, no. Is there anything you want to get off your chest that... Yes, you can tell us anything. Can I, fin- can I finish with one final Absolutely. thought that maybe like was just follow on Instagram. Follow IGM. If you are a leader of a church, remember this is the guy you need to have on. IGM. If that could just like play us out at the end, like just you screaming at like, mean, that would be really helpful. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, how do I follow that now? Actually, I was going to say. So the, the one thing I was just as I was kind of preparing and uh, thinking about just as you were chatting about the podcast beforehand and coming to there was um, it's actually a little passage that just came to mind that I, I thought was really helpful. Um, as we think maybe particularly if someone's listening going oh, I wonder if this is for me or if not um, and uh, it's it's a story of uh, the exodus mm. um, where God uses Moses to, to lead the Israelites right we all know it if you've done mm. Sunday school you know it really well and there's a, a little dialogue that happens between Moses and God after the burning bush after God has kind of said the Moses like you're going to be the one that leads this, the Israelites out, the Israelites who've been trapped in slavery for generations, so obviously very like uh, relevant mm. to the work of IJM. And there, there's a little dialogue that happens where Moses is like, it's, it couldn't be me, I, I can't do this, I've killed a guy. He just says, like, why it couldn't be him? And God says, like, well, it's not just going to be, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with you in this. And mm. I just find that really powerful that um, we might think that we're not, strong enough we're not a good enough speaker we're not influential enough we don't have the right community around us there's all these reasons why we literally couldn't make a dent in this problem of 40 million people trapped in slavery but god says he's with us and um god is inviting us into this partnership of justice with him it's nothing Mm. we're doing by ourselves and and then just in the next chapter in chapter four um Moses again is kind of like, oh, what if they don't believe me? What if they don't believe me? And and God says, and I think this is what I want to leave everyone with. He says, look, Moses, what's in your hands? What's in your hands? And for Moses, it was his staff. And God tells him to do this quite strange thing. He says, like, throw it in the ground. It turns into a snake. God performs this miracle. He picks it back up again. And Moses, with that same staff, like, literally goes on to 
um, split the sea, he goes mm-hmm. on to get water, uh, water from a rock, he did these amazing things, and so I suppose what I would want to leave, if everyone is that, that question, like what's in your hands, what has God given you, it doesn't need to be this amazing thing, but what has given you, what has God given you that you could use to be part mm-hmm. of this mission, mm-hmm. um, and just come as you are, mm-hmm. so that, that'll be my invitation, what Bring what God uses what you have yeah. to perform, Mary bring what you have and God will do the ref, yeah. Yeah. can't wait for these mics to turn into snakes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can wait, <laughs> I can wait also, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you very much Ben, uh, that was a pleasure and an honour to follow on Instagram on. yes not us there's not well, different well, everyone it's everyone everyone me. not ATT but I well, IJM IJM UK IJM UK IJM UK IJM UK follow yeah. or yeah yeah, we'll just we'll just keep on shouting that we'll do a fade <laughs> out follow uh, Instagram Facebook other ones what do you have other ones oh man I should know that I'll, Insta- I'll Instagram YouTube, Instagram and Facebook stuff. yeah there's some great stuff on YouTube too but Instagram and Facebook those are the main ones follow that I'll give get, get I'll, touch. I'll dox touch. Ben's actual number if you want to give him a ring <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'd be completely fine with that no issues whatsoever his <laughs> number is oh <laughs> yeah dangerous his, his address <laughs> right um, yes yeah, so that about wraps us up do uh, give ATT a wee like and share it around, ask us questions, and maybe we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you very much for listening, and have a lovely night, or morning, whatever time. Bye.